What is the condition of Sergeant Kruger? Yes, I see. Well, let me know if there's any change in his condition. He's dead. <laughs> it's one of those things. He doesn't. He doesn't even like really kill this cop. He just like hits him, and the guy like fucking mm. just walks straight off the edge of the the opera balcony. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and then they, they they try to escape from the opera being pursued by the police, and it is just literally it's sight gags like that, like that, oh, like that. They, they try to mm-hmm. like make their way out through uh, a door marked janitor, and they open it, and there's just a janitor there. So they then go to the prop room, which is a room full of propellers. It's like <laughs> just. Yeah, this is the thing. You, you either like you either like this shit, or you like at, at some point it just starts wearing on you. Oh, I can't imagine that because to me it is just the most it's the most fun shit ever. And like, so we uh, we'll talk a little bit. Well, no, let's talk about Police Squad. Let's take a diversion and talk about yeah, Police let's, Squad. Let's oh, please. Police Squad was a 1982 TV series made by the same people. It was uh, cancelled after only six episodes. It starred Leslie Nielsen. Mm. And was later adapted into the Naked Gun films. The Naked which Gun. You, yeah, you may have seen. You may have seen it. Um, Naked Gun was a lot more slapstick. There was a lot like it was a lot more crude. Police mm. Squad was a lot more stuff like this. A lot more sight gags. A lot of very like clever like one liners and tricks using the camera and so on. And it was cancelled after six episodes. My favorite police squad joke, who are you and how did you get in here? I'm a locksmith and uh, I'm a locksmith. Mm-hmm. It also contains my favorite joke of all time, which is when two characters say, let's go outside and discuss this in the Japanese garden. And they walk outside and there's a bunch of Japanese people standing around in pots. <laughs> it's just never mentioned. <laughs> it just fucking kills like the, me yeah. every time. <laughs> That's worth flagging up because the kind of humor in this is like absurd, insane shit happening while all characters mm. are remaining completely serious throughout. Mm. And it like it yes. wouldn't work if they in any way drew attention to a ridiculous shit that's going on like there's one point in this in top secret where they're they're in like a park and there's just a massive statue of a pigeon behind them and like tiny little <laughs> guys land on it halfway through the scene. <laughs> And it's like, it's just happening in the background. Like, it, it doesn't play on anything that's actually happening in the scene. It doesn't mm. bring the mm. narrative forward. But it's like, this is a joke. Would you like some more? Would you like 45 more? <laughs> we got loads. Oh, we got so fucking many. The reason why I liked uh, Airplane and why I liked Police Squad and why I liked The Naked Gun is partly because I haven't seen them in years, so I don't know if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm going to enjoy them if I revisit them. That's also where I'm at. <laughs> y- yeah, because like, like I remembered liking this when I saw it, but I was a kid, and I when I rewatched it, I don't know if I was just in a bad mood or something, but it just did nothing for me this time, and I don't know whether that's because oh. of like uh, sort of rose tinted glasses. Or whether it's because you don't have Leslie Nielsen in this movie. Because Leslie Nielsen's gift was to play all of this shit absolutely straight. And Val Kilmer mm. does fine in this movie, but he doesn't really get the chance because he's too much of a himbo. Uh, mm-hmm. They so, haven't like, affected the formula just yet. Yeah, all of the best jokes, all of the jokes that made me laugh the hardest are given to these sort of uh, incredibly dignified character actors who are just able to play mm. it totally straight. So, like, Nick gets arrested, right, helping Hillary to escape, and his, his manager comes to visit him in prison, 
And what his manager says to him made me laugh the hardest out of any line in this movie. Which oh, it's so good. Just this, and it's d- just delivered perfectly. I've tried everything. The embassy, the German government, consulate. I even talked to the UN ambassador. It's no use. I just can't bring my wife to orgasm. <laughs> Upon to which Val Kilmer yeah. replies by giving him this fucking colossal dildo. The anal intruder, which he is like jackhammer. From the floor. Yeah. Which- yeah. <laughs> it's played absolutely straight. Like, Debbie, you hit the nail on the head earlier on. Which is, there's no character in this whose who's job it is to like signal to the audience that there is a joke. Everyone is the straight man. And I think... I think in a way, so I contrast this very much to something like The Good Place, which people, because of philosophy, people keep mm. telling me to watch. And I watched a couple of episodes of and really didn't like it because there's this like, there's this recurring thing in American TV shows where a character will say the joke and then the other character will respond, did you just say joke? And then you like get a shot of the first <laughs> character and a shot of the second yeah. character and they do a kind of read and then they continue the scene. And I'm like, Fucking get on with it! Like, you don't need to, like, waste my fucking... Just do the joke. Bam, 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 bam. Joke, joke, joke. Just do it. If if the fucking audience don't register that it's a joke or they don't get it or they don't find it funny, it doesn't fucking help to be like, this was a joke. That's their own fucking Mm. fault. Do you see that it was a joke? Like, it it doesn't They should turn off and watch something else. They suck. Like, no, but so, so... And that's why... Think of, like, any scenario, right? You tell a joke, there are three things that can happen. A, the audience get it, they think it's funny. B, the audience get it, they don't think it was funny. Or C, the audience don't get it. Literally none of those scenarios are improved by drawing attention back to the joke and being Mm -hmm. like, wasn't that funny, guys? Do you want to give that another Mm -hmm. go? Because in the situation where you understood and you thought it was funny, you're going to kill the joke by pointing it out again. If you saw it and you didn't think it was funny, you're going to bore the shit out of the guy watching. And then if they don't get it, it... it doesn't it doesn't help just move on do another joke yeah but and that's, and, that, and that's how this, this is, is scenario d scenario d oh, is no. that the audience aren't paying attention because they be on their damn phones and that's why i think <laughs> they this, do be on their damn phone they do be on their phones they're always on the phone what if phones but too much mm. and that's why i think this sort of comedy like couldn't be made now and it's also why police squad was cancelled because if you are not like paying attention 100% to this and like then you are going to miss everything and I know this because in the first 10 minutes of re-watching this film I tried to paint my toenails and I was like I can't do both at the same time like <laughs> you have to sit down and watch this film um, and this ended up like so a university I don't think I've ever told this story before a university I was involved in a sketch comedy group um, and I used to write shit that was exactly <laughs> like this no, no, it wasn't the first. God, I wasn't at Cambridge. What do you think I am? I, I know. I'm I was sorry. at Sandra's, the like... University of the Working Class. <laughs> I think that's a libel, but I said you were at Cambridge. <laughs> no, my brother was at Cambridge. Um, so yeah, I, I used to write stuff that was exactly like this, and like a lot of my sketches that I wrote were about police detectives. And I had one where a police detective came in and said, "Hello, I'm Detective Constable David Clark, DC. Call me DC, DC, DC." And then I like, immediately moved on. And then it was just like, "We searched the apartment before you arrived. Any drugs? No, thanks. I had some before I came. Any semen? No, thanks. I had some after I came." And it was all just like it was all shit like this. And like it either bombed or like absolutely brought the house down, depending on whether the audience had their fucking eyes open or not. Like, and that's what it still <laughs> informs the way I write in Philosophy Tube today. Where I'm, I'm like. I'm not going to telegraph what the joke is. Like, you've got to fucking watch. <laughs> Fuck you. I, I'm completely with you. I, I ran into this exact problem because usually I have a big notepad. I'm a fucking boomer. 
So I have a little physical notepad that I write on while I watch these movies. And I used to, I was like looking down to finish writing a sentence and then I'd look back up and, and I'd miss like the side four gag. jokes. Yeah. So I, I got to the point where, well, actually I got to the point where I stopped making notes because I realized the plot was ancillary. But also, <laughs> actually all of my notes are about what Val Kilmer could do to me. Um, which we'll get to. Yeah, if you just want to read those into the record. Yeah, I've said he could suck this nut from the back. Mm-hmm. Um, I've said that he could chuff my dick and balls like a cigar. Uh-huh. Um, I've said that he could prune me off, and I don't know what I meant by that. I, I, um, I presume I that's like sucking you off until like your dick takes on the sort of prune Yeah, like text. I've been in the yeah. bath yeah. too long, mm-hmm. yeah. or I've been in Val Kilmer's mouth too long. Mm. Um, but also... Uh, I just I had to keep pausing it if I was going to make a note, which mm-hmm. was about what Val Kilmer could do to me. I had to pause the film and then make it and restart <laughs> it again because I couldn't do the thing I usually did. Imagine watching this going. in a cinema too. Imagine watching this in a movie theater. Oh, that'd be embarrassing because I was rock solid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just mean in terms of like you can't pause, you can't go back. You're gonna like miss about half of this shit if you're distracted. If you brought if you brought pick and mix to this movie. You're, you're fucked. Yeah, you've, you're fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's just going to be like a normal film to you that isn't funny. I'm watching Top Secret in a cinema. I keep leaning across to my date and being like, hey, Val Kilmer could fuck me. <laughs> well, that's actually not true. Val, I would fuck Val Kilmer. I don't think Val Kilmer could fuck me. Mm. And your date, Val Kilmer, is like, situation. I know. <laughs> and then he's like, <laughs> also, I was, I was in, also, I was in Batman. So I was in Top Gun. And now I'm like 70 like, years old. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Again, this is another one of those situations. I'm watching an old film. It's like what I said about Diana Rigg on the last three episodes. Aging, mm. aging is fake. It does not happen. If you're in a movie, you stay the age that you were in that movie forever until I see you in Thank another God. movie, and then you're that age. Mm. Yeah, that's right. It's like Abby in my head is always wearing the outfit that she wore in the last Philosophy Tube video. <laughs> to be fair, those <laughs> outfits do keep getting better as well, so that's not a problem. Thank you. 